0: Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Kelsey Tamburino. The Biden administration took a key step on Friday toward the potential approval of the Willow Project a huge oil drilling plan put forward by ConocoPhillips in the north slope of Alaska. The project was originally approved back during the Trump administration and later supported by the Biden administration. But it was then blocked by a federal judge who said the original environmental review was not sufficient. Now, Biden's interior department has issued a new draft environmental analysis that includes several options the administration could pursue And those paths highlight how Biden is trying to balance the need to bring down oil prices while meeting his fading climate ambitions. So today, I check in with Politico's Ben Lefebvre about what the Biden administration's new report Friday means for the Willow Project and how Greens are reacting. It's Tuesday, July 12th. So, Ben, the Biden administration may be closer to approving the Willow Oil Project in Alaska. Can you remind us why this is so controversial?
1: Yeah, ConocoPhillips was one of the few oil companies that is still looking to expand its footprint up in Alaska. And it wants to do so in an area called the National Petroleum Reserve up in Alaska. But Climate activists are concerned that in drilling for oil up in Alaska and in building out the infrastructure needed to make this project happen, it's going to do two things. It's going to threaten endangered species such as the polar bear. It'll disrupt the herds of caribou in the area that native communities depend on. And also that it's just going to add more greenhouse gas emissions to those that are already going you know, into the atmosphere and, and causing climate change. So it's a controversial project for sure.
0: Yeah. And the Interior Department released new analysis of the Willow project late last Friday. Can you run through the options the administration said they would, could pursue?
1: There are a few options. One is the ever-present option for no action, which would just be The interior department saying, thanks, but no thanks on this project. It's not going to happen. The other uh, end of the spectrum is the option to just let ConocoPhillips build the project as it had already planned. You know, this includes like an airfield, it includes pipelines, it includes a gravel mine they would need. So it's not just the five drilling wells or well pads that kind of gives the headlines. It's a little bit of a almost creating like a miniature village, I guess you would say. And then the one option that Interior added, which hadn't been on the table before, was to allow the project in a reduced form, I guess. So instead of allowing all five drill pads, as Kaneko is, is asked, it would just allow for three drilling pads. And then Kaneko would have to cut the project back away from a lake in the region that's considered ecologically sensitive or ecologically important.
0: So what do all these different paths mean? Does it signal support for approval of the project? What are you hearing on that end?
1: The environmental community is very concerned that even though there's the no action alternative on the table, that this is just inching the Interior Department closer to approving the project in some form. So there is concerns that basically you know, even after the Biden administration came in and said no new federal leases, that this will allow like a a fairly big project. supposed to go for 30 years. The bind that the Biden administration finds itself in is probably given its druthers, it would, you know, not mind putting the kibosh kibosh on the project. But the project has a, a pretty substantial political backing from Senator Lisa Murkowski, who's, you know, angling to get some sort of rejuvenation into the Alaska oil industry. So I don't know if the Biden administration, you know, is a little bit wary of crossing her on a project she's put a lot of her own political stock in, and the Biden administration may need Murkowski for occasions of where her swing vote may come in handy later. Or if it's just viewing, you know, there's a way to do this project by tamping down on the environmental impacts it might otherwise have had. But there's a real concern that it is kind of slowly moving forward on getting this thing approved.
0: Is there anything else that stood out to you from Friday's analysis?
1: Just that it came out so late. I mean, the administration's been going back and forth on whether to approve this project. A a federal court in Alaska, a judge in Alaska, found that when the Trump administration put out its environmental review on this project that it was insufficient, that they had cut too many corners. And the Biden administration had a chance to basically say, we're not going to defend it, we'll just let this thing go. But they stepped in and said they would do so. So they're they're doing this thing with this and other environmental reviews of oil and gas projects of basically trying to, not very successfully, putting out the press releases on these things at the proverbial minute before midnight. This thing came out at almost 7.30 p.m. on a Friday evening, kind of out of nowhere, You know, it shows that they're politically, they're trying to hew to some sort of middle path, but they're not really making particularly anyone happy with it. Because even though environmental groups have come out and said that they're worried that this is going to pass, if the Biden administration does go forward and say, we want to get this done in a reduced mode, like with the only three drilling pads, they'll probably have the worst of both worlds of peeving off the environmental groups who support the Biden administration kind of counts on for votes and not really making completely happy the oil and gas industry that you know is trying to keep on its good side as gasoline prices remain an issue. So we'll wait to see when this gets the next kind of uh, decision put in on what they're actually going to do. But again, it shows this middle path that they're hewing to that doesn't really seem to make anybody happy.
0: Also, the Texas power grid suffered tight supply conditions in the past few days as temperatures there spiked, driving electricity consumption to record levels and raising the risks of blackouts. As a result, the state grid operator, ERCOT, warned that the state could face a power shortage if consumers didn't conserve power to keep the lights on. For context, the state's ongoing grid issues that culminated in major outages last winter has already become a political football for the state's gubernatorial election. Former Democratic presidential candidate and Governor Hopewell Beto O'Rourke has argued the isolated Texas grid should connect to the broader grid and implement other reforms to help navigate tight grid conditions, while Governor Greg Abbott argues it should remain independent. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our newsletter at politico.com slash morningenergy. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Kelsey Tamburino, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Did you know that Chevron is exploring ways to expand their hydrogen fuel production to help make heavy-duty transport lower carbon? Find out more at chevron.co slash hydrogenfuel.